Welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of therandyreport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. On this last day of 2017, I want to celebrate the best that 2017 had to offer in terms of LGBTQ movies, TV, music, and pop culture. Now, I know most folks do top 10 lists, but we'd be here all day if I talked on my favorite 10 songs, my favorite 10 films, my favorite 10 pop culture moments. I tried to limit to top fives, but even that was restrictive. So I'll state up front, here are the rules. These are simply my best of lists for 2017. There may be six of this, five of those, but you get the picture. Let's start with music, because as regular readers and listeners of The Randy Report know, I'm a big believer in supporting our out artists. And the good news is, we really are coming to a point where it's not a big deal to have to be quantified as an out artist. But I still think, as a point of community pride, that I highlight these terrific artists who are out and proud and loud. Also, if we want our art to reflect us in the world, we need to support those people who are putting that out there for us, from our community. So let's get started. My first choice in Best Out Music of 2017 is Halsey's Strangers. In a first, at least for me, two openly bisexual female artists teamed up for this mainstream pop song, Strangers. Halsey and Lauren Uruguay of Fifth Harmony recorded the synth-driven up-tempo for Halsey's sophomore album, Hopeless Fountain Kingdom. The duo also performed the song live on NBC's The Today Show. During an interview on The Zach Sang Show, Halsey said she wanted strangers to be believable. It needs to be real, she said, so I'm not going to put a girl on the song to sing who's straight. I'm just not going to do it. And with lyrics like these, you'll understand why. How about... She doesn't kiss me on the mouth anymore because it's more intimate than she thinks we should get. She doesn't look me in the eyes anymore, too scared of what she'll see, somebody holding me. I think she brought the authenticity she was looking for. I'm definitely a fan of Halsey. Her song Ghost was one of my top five songs of 2016. Here is Strangers. That's something. Just get- 
mornings with you laying in my bed I miss the memories replaying in my head I miss the thought of a forever you and me But all you're missing is my body I'll have more out music throughout the podcast, but for now, let's move to the best in queer cinema in 2017. I don't know if we can call this the post-moonlight wave, but 2017 was a very good year for LGBTQ films. Here's my list. First, Beach Rats, directed by Brooklyn native Eliza Hittman, who won Best Directing Honors at Sundance Film Festival, and the film features a breakout performance by Harris Dickinson. The movie challenges a lot of the ideas about what it means to be masculine and how young gay men deny, even to themselves, who they are. The film won several awards on the film festival circuit, including L.A. Outfest, the Independent Film Festival of Boston, and more. Here's the official synopsis. On the outskirts of Brooklyn, Frankie, an aimless teenager, suffocates under the oppressive glare cast by his family and a toxic group of delinquent friends. Struggling with his own identity, Frankie begins to scour hookup sites for older men. When his chatting and webcamming intensify, he begins meeting men at a nearby cruising beach while simultaneously entering into a cautious relationship with the young woman. As Frankie struggles to reconcile his competing desires, his decisions leave him hurtling towards irreparable consequences. Over at Rotten Tomatoes, the feeling was extremely positive about the movie. Quote, empathetic and powerfully acted, Beach Rats takes a clear-eyed yet dreamlike look at a young man's adolescent turmoil. Beach Rats is currently available on Amazon Video and iTunes. Next up, God's Own Country. Now, some people see a distinct relationship between this film and another famous gay-themed film, Brokeback Mountain. Here's the description. It's spring in Yorkshire. Young farmer Johnny Saxby numbs his daily frustrations with binge drinking and casual sex until the arrival of a Romanian migrant worker for lambing season ignites an intense relationship that sets Johnny on a new path. Empire's Review called the film a dig into the nature of humanity from a director already fluent in the language of brutality and tenderness, a stunning love story that in its finest moments is pure poetry. The film won awards all over the place, including the Berlin International Film Festival, the Chicago International Film Festival, the British Independent Film Awards. Well, you get the picture. As far as I can tell, 
The movie will be available January 30th on iTunes. Next up, the most celebrated gay-themed film of the year, Call Me By Your Name. This sensual movie has already won 31 awards out of 88 nominations. Top honors at the Gotham Awards, the Los Angeles Film Critic Awards, the National Board of Review, and tons more. With three Golden Globe nominations, expect some very good news from the Academy Awards. Here's the synopsis. It's the summer of 1983, and precocious 17-year-old Elio Perlman is spending the days with his family at their 17th century villa in Lombardy, Italy. He soon meets Oliver, a handsome doctoral student who's working as an intern for Elio's father. Amid the sun-drenched splendor of their surroundings, Elio and Oliver discover the heady beauty of awakening desire over the course of a summer that will alter their lives forever. The film is being heralded not only for the breakout performance of young Timothy Chalamet, but for the breathtaking cinematography. The film is currently being released across North America. Trust and believe you'll be hearing more and more about Call Me By Your Name in the coming weeks. In Dreamboat, by German filmmaker Tristan Ferland Milewski, an all-male pleasure cruise is surveyed with eerie yet compelling distance. 2,000 men travel on a passenger ship sailing from Lisbon to the Canary Island, where they party, dress up, eat, and have sex. Maluski chooses to focus his cameras on the personal and sociological stories of five international patrons. Each man is a different physical type on the gay hotness scale, young, old, short, tall, plump, muscular, and their desires are sexualized. Yet Maluski observes their search for pleasure through frustration and lonely isolation in a crowd. The film dares us to reflect and intellectualize as we take in this art movie approach towards queer compassion. Dreamboat is currently available on Amazon Video and iTunes. Tom of Finland. This award-winning film brings to screen the life and work of one of the most influential and celebrated figures of 20th century gay culture, the man who created the sexual and erotic Tom of Finland. Tuko Luxonen a decorated officer returns home after a harrowing and heroic experience serving his country in World War II. But life in Finland during peacetime proves equally distressing. He finds post-war Helsinki rampant with homophobic persecution and gay men around him are being pressured to marry women and have children. Tuco finds refuge in his liberating art, homoerotic drawings of muscular men free of inhibitions. In reviewing the film, Paper Magazine wrote, Terrific, a fascinating and fitting tribute to a true subversive gay hero. Vulture wrote, Truly breathtaking. Pekka Strang plays the title character with alternating layers of warmth, anxiety, and playfulness. I really enjoyed Time of Finland. It's currently available on iTunes. I also want to mention BPM a film about the Paris chapter of ACT UP during the height of the AIDS epidemic. I haven't been able to see the film yet, but everything I read makes it a must-see when it comes available. One of the hallmarks of the film is its energetic, youthful energy, something you don't usually see in films about AIDS. BPM is set to be released on iTunes January 23rd. And two best queer short films to mention. 
With my famous short attention span, I'm a big fan of storytelling done in a compact length of time. And with that in mind, I want to mention a couple of short films that really stood out this year. First, In a Heartbeat. This adorable animated short captured the hearts of viewers everywhere this year. The film follows a closeted schoolboy named Sherwin who runs the risk of being outed by his own heart after it pops out of his chest to follow the boy of his dreams, Jonathan. The project was funded via Kickstarter. Originally, it was to be the senior thesis of two students at Ringling College of Art and Design. The duo originally looked for $3,000 in funding, but received $15,000. There's lots of heart in this story about love and acceptance of LGBTQ youth. I think it's pretty much a perfect gem of a moment. The pace, the expert use of music, the artful expressions. Make sure you see it. You can find it on the internet or go to therandyreport.com. And No Place Like Home. This short film is the story of Nico, a guy who enjoys his life and his sexuality at its full potential. But suddenly, he has to go back home to his country in Eastern Europe to take care of his ill mother. Nothing is what it seems, and soon he realizes what's really going on. It's a breathtaking road trip about the discrimination and violence against the LGBTQ community around the world. Make sure you check out all of these films. Next up on my list of best out music of 2017 is Eli Lieb's Next to You. As always, Eli gives us top-shelf production, a strong hook, and deeply personal lyrics, which makes this another winner from Eli. This is Next to You. a.m. Friday night, your picture on the bedside. Where do you run when you want to hide? Gave you everything, a leather coat, my beating heart, where did they go? I'm reaching out, but my hands are tied. You don't even say goodbye when I'm lying right next to you. I could take a million lives if I'm lying. I just wanna live this life 
When it comes to pop culture, there was a lot to celebrate for the LGBTQ community, beginning with gay coming-of-age movie Moonlight taking home the top honor at the Academy Awards this year, becoming the first LGBTQ-themed film and the first all-black cast to win Best Picture. RuPaul won his second Emmy Award as Best Host of a Reality Series. There was the amazing groundbreaking gay sex scene in Starz series American Gods, a lesbian romance on Supergirl, well actually, the CW's Super Crossover gave a Supergirl's sister crushing on Legends of Tomorrow's Sarah Lance, while out-actor Wentworth Miller's Captain Cold canoodled with out-actor Russell Tovey's superhero, The Ray. The Disney Channel kicked off its very first gay storyline on the network's Andy Mack series, wherein the young teen Cyrus realizes he's attracted to another boy in school and comes to grips with his burgeoning sexuality, reflecting millions of young LGBT stories all over the world. Lena Waithe was stunning in the Thanksgiving episode of Aziz Ansari's breakout Netflix series, Master of None, as her character reminisced about coming out to her mother. The moment was actually mined from Waithe's own coming out story. The intersection of being queer, black, and female was so powerful that Waithe won an Emmy Award for her co-writing the script, making her the first woman of color to win an Emmy Award for comedy writing. For the first time in Star Trek history, CBS All Access's Star Trek Discovery featured a same-sex couple played by out-actors Wilson Cruz and Anthony Rapp. The couple's on-screen kiss went where no Star Trek has gone before. Four nights of primetime television were dedicated to LGBT history on the ABC miniseries When We Rise, written by out-Oscar winner Dustin Lance Black. In a true rarity, LGBT protagonists were portrayed with humanity and heart, as well as as sexual beings on the series that touched on Stonewall, the AIDS epidemic, and the journey to marriage equality. It was almost 2005 all over again as Will and Grace returned to NBC Thursday nights this fall. Balancing comedy, character, LGBT issues, and politics, the four stars, Eric McCormick, Deborah Messing, Sean Hayes, and Megan Mullally never missed a beat in their magical comedy alchemy. A second, what would officially be the 10th season, has already been ordered. One of my favorite series, Netflix's Sensate, which embraced all kinds of LGBT characters and storylines, was canceled, sadly. But it warmed my heart to see so many fans of the show cry out for closure that Netflix ordered a series finale movie set to air in 2018. And Orange is the New Black's Laverne Cox made history as the first transgender actress to be cast as a series regular on a network primetime show, Doubt. Now, while the show failed to find an audience and was canceled, Cox's achievement broke down important barriers. 
Here's looking to 2018. Next on my list of best out music is Joe Livy's Love Who You Wanna Love. Out singer-songwriter Joe Livy, who excels in moody, sexy, electropop music space, made a splash with this new single. The upbeat track, inspired by the singer's first same-sex romance, features Joe Livy's sensual vocals coupled with lyrics rooted in empowerment that reflect her independent spirit. Be who you want to be, love who you want to love, change what you want to change. In an interview with me earlier this year, Joe Livy said, Love who you want to love is about more than just loving a gender. It's about loving yourself and not judging others for whom they love. It's about you as an individual not being afraid of going against the norm. This is Love Who You Want to Love.
switching it up just a bit, let's go with back-to-back -back music because I want to talk about Trey Pearson's Love is Love. The outsinger songwriter dedicated his single Love is Love to all LGBTQ safe spaces. Pearson made international headlines last year when he came out after years as the lead singer of Christian rock band Everyday Sunday. Speaking to The Advocate, Pearson said, Love is Love has become a mantra in the LGBTQ community that stands up for the right to love and be loved fully. This love song and this album represent that freedom for me. Speaking to Billboard, Pearson said that he sees the track as an anthem celebrating the freedom to love each other without fear because all you need is love. With a solid pop hook, top shelf production, and Pearson's soaring vocals, Love is Love is a worthy solo debut effort. This is Trey Pearson with Love is Love. Got a hand on the door, never know where I might lead. No escape up before, but now I'm thinking what it might be. When you're right on my side, I don't ever have to worry. Tell me, baby, what did we start? We start thinking what we might see. The city's got a million lights out, I can see your eyes ignite. Wow, tell me that you wanna go right now. Why we hesitate? The city has a million lights, and I never believed before. Now, maybe tonight we'll find out. Don't wanna leave, can't get enough. The city's got a million lights, and I never believed before. Maybe tonight we'll find out Don't wanna leave, can't get enough I know that love is love I know that love is love I know that love is love And I never believed before now Maybe tonight we'll find out Don't wanna leave, can't get enough I know that love is love I know that love is love Say so, maybe I'll be enough. Tell me, baby, where should we go? When you're out of my side, I don't wanna say come over. Tell me, baby, now that we're home, we're home, leaving days are over. The city's got a million lights out, I can see your eyes ignite. Wow, tell me that you wanna go right now. Why we hesitated? The city has a million lights, and I never believed before now. Maybe tonight we'll find out Don't wanna leave, can't get enough The city's got a million lights And I never believed before now Maybe tonight we'll find out Don't wanna leave, can't get enough I know that love is love I know that love is love I know that love is love And I never believed before now Maybe tonight we'll find
Much of what I do on The Randy Report is focused on bringing vetted, credible sources of information and news to all of you listeners and readers. I want you to have the facts, good or bad. Well, let's talk about the good stuff that happened on an international level in terms of LGBT news. Beginning with gay Irish Prime Minister Leo Vradker, who assumed office on June 14th. Serbia, electing its first woman and openly lesbian Prime Minister back in June. Michelle Suarez, who was the first openly transgender person elected to the Senate in Uruguay, was officially sworn in on October 11th. Germany, Malta, and Australia all legalized same-sex marriage in 2017. That means a total of 26 countries have passed marriage equality laws in the last 18 years. This year, Taiwan also set the stage to legalize same-sex marriage beginning in 2019. Canada passed Bill C-16, which bans discrimination against transgender people in all provinces. Shortly before Prime Minister Justin Trudeau issued a historic apology to Canadian victims of anti-LGBT discrimination. India's Supreme Court ruled that sexual orientation is protected under the Constitution's right to privacy provisions, which experts believe will eventually lead to the repeal of Section 377, which criminalizes homosexuality. Sri Lanka also vowed to decriminalize homosexuality and enact policies aimed at protecting LGBT citizens. The United Kingdom lifted the year-long ban on gay men donating blood, thanks in great part to faster testing methods. See? All good news. More music. Having come out with his last release, Can't Fight It, Rayvon Owen released his new single, Volume, which reveals the artist in full-on authentic mode. Owen says the process of writing volume was healing for him as it became an anthem for self-encouragement and reminded him to stay true to who he was. Growing up in the conservative South, the top four American Idol finalists found it difficult to do just that when the time came to come out. Nevertheless, the outpouring of support from his fans was overwhelming. He said, I would get a message from someone who would say this helped me come out to my parents or saved me from taking my life, and it's just like, okay, this is worth it. With his silky smooth, effortless vocals, paired with a penchant for raw emotion, he's definitely someone to keep your eye and ear on. I'm sent lots of new music every day, and Volume is one of the first songs in a long time I hit repeat several times on first listen. This is Rayvon Owens' Volume. Can I be honest for a minute? There was a time when I could barely find the strength. Another but silence, I'll admit it. Too busy following, not finding my way. You're lost in the crowd. They draw me out. All the voices draw me out, they draw me out All I know is dark They draw me out, but you can never draw me out Won't draw me out Turn me up, turn me up, boy Turn me up, they don't know about me When the lights go low, when I hit the floor I don't need no one 
There was also a lot of good news here at home in the United States. For instance, more than half of the 71 openly LGBTQ candidates who ran for office this year won their races in November. Among the victors were many history-making trans candidates, including Lisa Middleton in Palm Springs, Danica Rome in Virginia, Andrea Jenkins in Minneapolis, and Tyler Titus in Erie, Pennsylvania. Also, many U.S. municipalities stepped up their LGBTQ protections as well. While enacting LGBTQ anti-discrimination protections at the federal level seemed virtually impossible thanks in great part to a Republican-controlled Congress, non-discrimination ordinances were passed in municipalities across the nation, including unexpected locations like Morgantown, West Virginia, Birmingham, Alabama, and Desperais, Wisconsin. Meanwhile, school boards across the country enacted protections for LGBT students and staff, and California approved LGBT-inclusive textbooks for public elementary school students. One of the gay men who Kentucky County Clerk Kim Davis denied a marriage license to after the historic Obergefell ruling at the Supreme Court, which brought marriage equality to the entire United States, has announced he will challenge her for her job in 2018. The gay community was part of the resistance, taking to the streets to demand change in force. In January, 
Members of the LGBTQ community helped turn the Women's March into what's believed to be the largest day of protest in U.S. history, and our momentum only built from there. Pride parades in cities across the country were replaced with resistance marches. Members of Gays Against Guns took to the streets to protest American gun violence following mass shootings. And hundreds marched in New York City to protest the anti-gay purge in Chechnya. There was big news in HIV prevention and treatment. The world's first two-drug regimen designed to treat HIV was approved by the Food and Drug Administration. And for the first time, the Centers for Disease Control acknowledged that people whose HIV loads are undetectable can't transmit the virus. A study released this fall also found that PrEP is safe for gay and bisexual teens who are among the most at risk of contracting HIV. And new advancements were made in the fight to end new HIV infections among women. Donald Trump tried to ban transgender people from serving in the military this year, but in the end, his transphobic efforts were blocked over and over and over and over again. This week, the Department of Justice announced it will no longer challenge the four rulings from federal judges blocking the proposed ban. Transgender folks will be able to enlist beginning January 1st. And the community saw some advances in visibility, too. National Geographic featured an openly transgender person on its cover for the first time. This year, for the first time, more than half of Americans also reported they'd support their children's transition if they came out as transgender. All of that, folks, is very good news. Back to the music, a very special artist for me, Rabel, dropped his single, The Village. Beginning with this quote, In nature, a flock will attack any bird that is more colorful than the others because being different is seen as a threat. The music video for The Village follows a young transgender man's journey into self-acceptance. Upon releasing the music video, Rabel sent this message to the LGBTQ community via social media over that weekend. To anyone that feels like an outsider, the problem isn't you, it's the village. I don't know how else to raise my voice than in a song. And so I wrote a song for you. Hashtag trans rights or human rights. Hashtag the village. The mournful tune written in February focuses on issues of isolation that arise with the exploration of one's sexuality and identity. The lyrics urge the listener to remember there is nothing wrong with them. The issue is with those who treat them differently. Rabel was apparently in the process of shooting the music video for the track, but felt moved to release it early as a sign of solidarity following Donald Trump's tweets this summer intending to ban transgender service members from U.S. military. This is Rabel's The Village. No, your mom don't get it, and your dad don't get it, Uncle John don't get it. And you can't tell grandma, cause her heart can't take it, and she might not make it. They say, don't dare, don't you even go there, cutting off your long hair, you do as you're told. 
Tell you wake up, go put on your makeup This is just a phase you're gonna outgrow There's something wrong in the village, in the village Oh, they stare in the village, in the village Oh, there's nothing wrong with you It's true, it's true There's something wrong with the village, with the village Feel the rumors follow you from Monday all the way to Friday dinner. You got one day of shelter, then it's Sunday hell to pay you young lost sinner. Well, I've been there sitting in that same chair, whispering that same prayer half a million times. It's a lie though, burying disciples One page of the Bible isn't worth a life There's something wrong in the village In the village Oh, they stare in the village In the village Oh, there's nothing wrong with you It's true And that brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report and the end of 2017. I want to thank you all for listening to the podcast throughout this year and look forward to sharing more LGBTQ news and interviews in 2018. Remember, you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com, where I report on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. 
I'll close this best of 2017 roundup with my final selection for great LGBTQ music, which actually brings together so many aspects of the Randy Report. Music, freedom of expression, passion, and political uprising. And that will be from Tony Award winner, Billy Porter. His track, Edelweiss, from his album, Billy Porter Presents the Music of Richard Rogers. Billy released the track in advance of the album soon after the election of Donald Trump as president. In the beginning of the song, Billy shares, the Edelweiss flower blooms in the cold and snow and reminds us that we can and must flourish in the darkest of times. Hashtag bless our homeland. In speaking about the project, Billy said, I like to think of this as the Richard Rogers version of the Hamilton mixtapes. These are classic songs that everybody knows and loves, and I'm excited for people to hear them in a brand new way. Earlier this year, I interviewed Billy for the album. One of my favorite things about knowing Billy Porter is there is never a filter. Mr. Porter speaks his mind on every subject that comes up. I'd planned on focusing on the music, but throughout the interview, we kept coming back to one of the inspirations for the project, and that was the current political landscape. If you haven't listened to it yet, go take a listen to my interview with Billy as he calls out everyone and everything that threatens the LGBTQ community in the political world beginning with Donald Trump. As I hit play on Billy's Edelweiss, I want to remind you to please make sure you support these out artists and creative projects I've shared here. Not just because they're out, but because they're all extraordinary talents and artists with unique perspectives on the queer experience. Thanks everyone for listening. See you in 2018. flower is one that exists in the most hostile of environments. It blooms in the cold and snow and reminds us that we can and must flourish in the darkest of times. It's a song of hope, of peace, a healing prayer for a country in time of crisis.
Ayy, hey, 